0: Hey, what's up, you guys? Welcome back to Curious Pod. I am your host, Tajay, and let's get curious. Hey, what's up, you guys? Welcome back to Curious Pod, Episode 6. Um, if you made it this far, you are awesome, and I hope you're doing well. If it is your first time listening, then welcome to Curious Pod. Um, I am your host, Tajay. I hope everybody is doing well. Um, I know throughout these last few weeks, it's been crazy with the weather. Um So re- today, I am recording on Halloween, actually, so happy late Halloween, I guess. Um, Once again, you know, like a lot of you guys know, my episodes are pre-recorded, so the dates may be off a little bit. But thank you so much to everybody that's been listening so far. Uh, You know, all the love and, you know, all the just positivity that I'm getting and all the feedback I'm getting from the podcast, I really appreciate. Um, So shout out to you. I guess we can just jump right into the podcast. So today, basically, I'm going to talk about zodiac signs um and different houses and how it works because you know some people don't really know a lot about zodiac signs and how they work and you know people just assume oh just because you're a gemini that means that you're all gemini or just because you're a sagittarius that means that you're all sagittarius and that's not the case so i thought it would be really cool to kind of have a little zodiac episode but Yeah, so this episode will be two parts. I'm really excited to go into it and really go into depth and kind of, you know, familiarize everybody with Zodiac signs. And I've had to do my own research and I'm still learning a lot. Um, So basically a little backstory. So I got into like Zodiac signs and, you know, knowing my sign and my all that stuff last year, 2020, around actually, I think around this time or maybe like a month or two ago, um, I used to watch readings. I used to um, do all that. I don't watch readings anymore because sometimes, you know, what they say about you is not always true. But when you're firstly getting into it, you just start thinking. You start overthinking. And, you know, when they pull your cards or you see this and you start just getting in your head about it. And um, so I stopped watching readings. So now I just use um, a couple apps. And I got into zodiac signs. I started looking at my birth chart. I started reading and just seeing and analyzing kind of like who I am. And the one thing about birth charts and all that stuff and, you know, your zodiac is that one thing I learned is that you should only take what you perceive. Um, Not everything that something says about you like if you read your horoscope not everything about that horoscope is meant for you and I think that's kind of the problem when it comes to zodiac and stuff like that because a lot of people just read one thing and just run with it and that's not the case because you know you like I've talked about before like you attract what you want to attract like if you take that thing and run with it then most likely that's what's gonna happen to you I mean that's something that I've had to learn myself but before we dive into the zodiac episode i did want to do an awareness check um you know i really liked the first episode how we did it and i kind of want to keep it going so everybody just stop what you're doing if you can or you know like i always say make sure you listen to the podcast at a time where you could just sit and chill and really like sit and listen so you're able to um do an awareness check so basically everybody just close your eyes and we're gonna take three deep breaths one, two, three. Okay. So, like I said, I always blow in the mic just so y'all know I'm doing it right with y'all. And I'm trying to, you know, be aware of exactly what I'm doing with this podcast. Um, so anyways, I just wanted to start out with the episode by saying that Um, like I just said previously, you know, not everybody is all Gemini or not everybody is all Sagittarius. Now, in your big three, which I'll talk about in just a second. Now, you can have, you know, a Gemini moon, a Gemini sun, and then a Scorpio rising, or you can have a double rising, or you can even be all three. Um, People can be, you know, three of a rising, but you still have other planets. Everybody has a Mars. Everybody has a Venus. Everybody has a Mercury. Um, And with that being said, um, I just wanted to share my chart real quick just before we get into it, just so you guys kind of get an idea of what I'm talking about. So basically, um, I use this app called CoStar. Um, It's really cool, but I just... Also started using this other one called Time Passages, which is which is basically more in detail. So it's more in detail, deeper into like your chart and all that type of stuff. I'm going to go ahead and go in here and read my um, birth chart. So my Libra is um, my basically main zodiac sign. So my Libra is in sun and in Mercury. My Virgo, I have Virgo. Um, so I have moon and venus Um, my mars is leo my saturn is aries my uranus is aquarius my neptune jupiter is capricorn which i just looked at that and i asked my my friend's girlfriend the other day i was like do our like charts change because i don't remember having capricorn in my chart so it's pretty interesting and i read kind of read into it more just to see what it was about um and it kind of resonated with me, but then also it's like, it's still something new that I'm noticing. Um, but anyway, so my rising is Sagittarius and my Pluto is Sagittarius as well. And people may not think, oh, Pluto is not a planet. But, um, you know, just because something's deemed not a planet, that doesn't mean that, this, like I always tell people, the smallest things can make a difference. You can have thousands and thousands of small pieces of sand and you let the wind just blow it and go crazy and it'll still make a big change. So just because Pluto is deemed not a planet, it still is, it still has some type of effect over us Um, and so yeah, so Sagittarius is Pluto. Um, and yeah, so then I, on my time passages, all of that is the same except uh, it says that my rising is Libra. So it says I have a Libra sun, a Libra rising and a Virgo moon, which I read into that one and that one seemed pretty accurate. Um, but Anyway, so yeah, so that's my birth chart. So you may have listened to me say that, and is like, what the heck does any of that mean? And I'm going to go into depth with that. So basically, like you heard, you know, everybody has a sun, a moon, and a rising. Um, Those are basically called the big three. They're the three planets, or the three elements that make you the person that you are. So... There's people that, and, you know, people always wonder, basically how social media views, is gets like, oh, like, you're all one sign. People basically make those assumptions of, of oh, you're a Gemini, so you're just a horrible person. But just because somebody is a Gemini, that doesn't mean that they're the type of Gemini that you think that they are. So they can have the Gemini as a sun, but they can also have a Libra rising, or they can have a Virgo moon, and Virgo moons, they are very sensitive and I'm a very good moon. So I know I'm, I'm very emotional. I think with my emotions a lot. Um, And, you know, with that being said, that can kind of balance out that Gemini um, negative stigma that everybody thinks that Gemini's have. So basically, yeah, all, everybody has a top big three. Um, I will, so I talked about costar, but, and I talked about time passages. Those are both really good um, apps that you guys can go on um, and look at your chart. You need your birthday, the year you were born, and then the time you were born. I don't, know the t- I don't know the time that I was born, but the time you were born is very important if you want to dive deeper into your chart. So now I'm going to kind of dive deeper into the placements and what they mean and what the chart is. And you'll just see, we'll talk about what we'll kind of dive deeper into what everything means. So So the placements are basically called houses. So everybody has a house one through 12. So the first house of astrology is the house of self. And that is on that planet is Mars and the zodiac sign is Aries. And the first house of astrology represents first impressions. So how we are perceived, how we dress, and how we appear to others. It includes not just how others perceive us, but also how one perceives the self. Everything that is related to your self-identity and even how we begin things and start taking initiative is ruled by the first house. So, yeah, so I think the first house is basically your, that's just the core. That's the core of who you are. And, um, yeah, so that's basically what that says there. Um, So the second house is the house of value. So, that is Taurus. Um, That's the zodiac sign. And the planet is Venus. So, the second house covers all issues identified with your material and physical condition. Taste, smells, sound, contact, sight. The second house, likewise, governs one's material means, money, and value. Um, And the website I'm looking at is... L A B Y R I N T H O S dot Co. I'm not gonna try to pronounce that, but if you want to go on here and kind of dive more into the different houses and all that and look more into it, then definitely I recommend it. Cause it's just cool to like know, especially if you want to get into it or if you have any interest um in it, then definitely I do recommend you. You know redoing the research yourself and seeing what all these houses are, so the third house is the house of communication, so this is the zodiac sign for this is Gemini um its planet is Mercury, and the third house governs all types of correspondence talking analysis, methods of communication, technology, and gadgets. The third house likewise covers local neighbors, nearby travel, early education, schools, educators, and communication issues. So basically, um, you know, Mercury is a plane of communication. So it's basically, you know when we go through these things called retrogrades, I'm going to come back to the house. I just want to talk about retrogrades because a lot of people don't really know what a retrograde is. So basically when a a planet is in retrograde, um, that means the planet is moving backwards. So whatever that planet is and whatever that planet is about, like Mercury, it's the planet of communication. So you're going to have trouble in communication. Like somebody at work is going to and not communicate something and get on your nerves and bug you or somebody didn't tell you something or, you know, there's a secret being told or, you know, there's some type of problem with communication. So usually when it planet's in retrograde, what I like to do is I like to look up the planet and see what it is and then kind of, Get to know, okay, so that's why I feel this way. Like this, you know, and also during retrogrades, you know, especially if you're into Zodiac like I am, you know, because we are so spiritually connected and are learning to be aware it's, the retrograde is going to affect us even more because we're so involved in it. There's things to, you know, get out of that. Definitely meditation, reading books, you know, sitting in nature, you know, just really vibing or actually just doing something or a hobby that you really enjoy doing to take your mind off of what you're going through. So, okay. So back to this the houses so then we have the fourth house of astrology which is the house of home so the sign for this is cancer and the moon so it's the moon so the fourth house sits at the base of the zodiac wheel and along these lines rules your foundation this house incorporates your home safety your Essential security, your parents, siblings, your own particular motherling capacities, nurturing and care. So yeah, so basically that's basically what the moon is. So um, when I, and also when I'm saying that all these planets have a sign, that sign may not be yours. It's just the main overall like what sign goes where. So when you see your chart, your moon, my moon's Virgo. So your moon might be. Gemini, your moon might be Libra, your moon might be um, Taurus or Pisces. So, you know, definitely look into your chart and like I always tell people, what resonates with you resonates with you. What you perceive is what you perceive and just take everything. with a grain of salt and don't take this personally because sometimes you feel like the universe is attacking you and it's just you attracting whatever it's saying towards you. So definitely, you know, perceive what you perceive and take what you want to take from it. Um, So then the fifth house is the house of pleasure. So the fifth house is the zodiac sign is Leo um, and it's the sun. So the fifth house is led by the dramatic Leo, zodiac sign and it oversees self-expression creativity imagination entertainment hobbies fun and play so yeah that's pretty much that so basically how you express yourself and how you come up with your you know crazy ideas or crazy you know dreams that you want to make a reality the sixth house Is the house of health. So the sixth house is the area of health and the kind of work we do out of necessity. It rules plans, habits, schedules, health, eating routines, exercise, support, and being of help to others. So I think that the sixth house is like basically like what you do. On a daily basis, like what you do on a Monday through Friday or some people, it might be different. They might have, you know, things that they do on the weekend or people that work on the weekend that have these routines and everything. So I think that's basically what that one's about. Um, So the seventh house is the house of relationships. So the seventh house of astrology is the area that rules our relationships to other individuals. It oversees all partnerships. Both business and personal and issues that surround them, including contracts, marriage, and business deals. So let see the House of relationships and like it said, not just relationships like dating, you know friendship, work friend workships like you know, just people that you work with that you see every day. Um, so that's what that rolls over. And the seventh house is Libra and planet is Venus. Um, sorry i didn't read that earlier, so the eighth house is the house of sex and death so just a heads up for anybody you know that's you know trying to get into zodiac or anything something that I learned um is that death in the zodiac is not saying you're gonna die it's not predicting that you're gonna die in the future it means that something that you've done or something that you are doing needs to like basically be put to an end. Um, I think that that's why people kind of stray away from Zodiac because they think that when they hear death, it's like, oh, I'm going to die. But no, it's just something dying off. Um, It could be a bad habit. It can be a relationship. It can be something that you need to kind of grow away from and move on from and, you know, become a better version of yourself. Um, So definitely when you guys see death, you're not going to die. Do not worry. It's like I said, you know, when you see death, it's just something just wil- wilting away, and you know, reblooming and becoming something better. Um, so the planet is Pluto. Like I said, Pluto is a small planet, so definitely very important to keep an eye on the small things. Um, the zodiac sign is Scorpio. So the eighth house is a house that rules over both life and death, sex, change, mystery. The eighth house likewise rules other individuals' property and holdings, such as inheritance. So, yeah, guys, so basically, it's just basically the house of change, you know? And I'm, that's one of my big things, like with me, is I am terrified of change and I don't really like change and doing things outside of my comfort zone and like, It's because, like, it feels like when things change, it's like, okay, I'm like, whoa, like, the world's really shifting, like, we can't, you know, things are not always going to be one way, we have to always adapt and become better and do better so definitely um change is something i always struggle with but i feel like i'm doing pretty well especially you know with the podcast you know and and you know sometimes you have to take a step back and be aware of like okay like i kind of am surviving through this change and i know that i can you know handle you know different types of change so the ninth house is the house of spirituality So the ninth house covers the higher self, development, worldwide travel, motivation, hopefulness, expansion, spiritual matters, religion, colleges, and advanced education, good fortune, ethnics, and morals. So one thing that you'll probably not really hear me talk about rarely is religion and spirituality. When I talk about spirituality, you know, I... People may think, oh, I'm talking about the universe, but I, you know, I believe in God and that's, you know, who, what I believe in. I don't really believe in the whole religious aspect of it, like the church aspect of it. Like, I get the church and I get all that, but like the Bible-based version of it and how it's been changed and switched around and moved around in so many ways, you know, and I just feel like for me, how I tell people, like my religion is like, I believe in God and you know, I believe that he looks out for me and I believe that I have angels, but I also believe in the universe and I believe that they're in one, you know what I mean? But it's something I don't really talk about a lot just because, you know, everybody thinks different and I don't want to ever make anybody uncomfortable or make people, you know, think that I'm like, my way is the right way because it's not. And, you know, a lot of people, don't really understand that how you can believe in God, but also believe in the zodiac signs, but it's just like they kind of intertwine with each other so but definitely if you are interested in that you know you can always look it up yourself and see like how they kind of resonate and how they kind of go together so then we have the tenth house, which is the house of ambition so the planet is Saturn and the sign is Capricorn, so the tenth house is at The most open part of the natal chart, the 10th house oversees structures, organizations, traditions, fame, um, notary, respect, accomplishments, grants, limits, rules, training, fathers, and parenthood. The cusp and outskirts of the 10th house is also called the midheaven, and it gives your vocation, and true calling. Okay, okay, that makes sense. So then we are going to the 11th house, and that is a house of friendship. Um, So that is Uranus, and the zodiac sign is Aquarius. Um, So the 11th house rules groups, gathering, society, video, electronic, media, organizations, social power, disobedience, and helpful causes. It additionally administers intentiveness, whimsy, sudden events, shocks, innovation, uh, and everything modern. Okay. And so basically, like, just like the social aspect of it. Um, And, you know, one thing that, you know, I wish people on the social aspect, as part of social media, didn't just assume that just because somebody has a certain sign that that's just the way they are. Because I feel like that's kind of how and why we have so many problems in the world in a way because it's like we're just assuming that somebody is a certain way and we don't even know that person and we haven't took the time to really understand as to why they're the way that they are so um definitely you know that's something that i'm really passionate about it's just showing and that's why i do this episode because i want to show people like you know look into the birth chart look into it and see how not everybody is just the same just because you see something or you want to Run with something just because, you know, you see one little thing about a Sagittarius or a Gemini or somebody like that. So then we are going to jump to the last house. This is the 12th house. So the 12th house of astrology is the house of secrets. So the zodiac completes with the 12th house. And the last house, which rules endings. This house covers the last phases of an undertaking, taking care of any potential issues, fulfillment, and the hereafter, maturity, and transcendence. It's likewise connected with secrets from society, foundations, healing abilities, and hidden advisory. What's more, it manages imagination and intuitive mind. So, yeah, so that's basically all the houses of astrology, 1 through 12. Um, like I said, if you want to go and dig dive into it, you can even just type astrology birth chart and rulers and planet rulers or something, and, and it'll pop up. Um, so I definitely do recommend you guys do that. So before I ended the podcast, I just wanted to tell a little, you know, story um, real quick, just a spirit, more of a um, spiritual I guess you could say a spiritual awakening. Um, so something that, you know, a lot of people don't really know about me is that, you know, I don't really share myself. And, you know, when I started the podcast, people were like excited because they're like, wow, I always wonder what's inside your head. Like, what are you thinking about at this time? Like, how are you feeling right now? So, um, I don't really share much of my life with people and I only share what I want people to hear. And I, cause you know, I've just, there's been times where like, you just been, people just put your life out there and your business out there. And then, or even sometimes when you put your business out there too much, then it can affect you negatively. So, um, basically, um, throughout, I think since last year around like October like I've been really getting into like journaling and into like Zodiac and really you know trying to get the spiritual vibe and like meditate and like really dive into like and tap into like my brain like who am I like what am I what's my purpose on this planet and um, so you know like I'll say you know when you're working so much and you're at that time I was became a manager and I'm just doing all this stuff and so focused on life and not making enough time for myself. And because I think that's something that, you know, a lot of us don't do because we just get so busy. So, um, anyway, my point is saying that is that the butterfly represents transformation. Um, it represents, you know, basically the death of something and turning over a new leaf. And, um, I was in the gym with one of my coworkers, and we had just got the basketball gym. And this guy, he gave us a quote, and that really stuck with me. And it, it was everybody adores basically looking at the butterfly and seeing how beautiful it is, but nobody ever adores the process of the butterfly becoming a butterfly. And I think that's just so powerful because, you know, we always want to, ha- you know, have the nicest things or look at the pretty things or do everything. And that was me. Like, I wanted to, like, do certain things that I know I couldn't do, but it's like, I don't understand, like, you know, sometimes you have to step back and think of the process. And I like, that's something that, you know, I really resonated with this year because a lot of people know that I really love butterflies and I see them all the time. They're always in my backyard. I just, you know, even while recording this podcast, you know, there was a white butterfly that just flies by and, you know, it just, sometimes when I take, when I see butterflies, I take that second to breathe and become aware of, okay, like I'm on the right track and I'm doing stuff and, you know, there's butterflies everywhere and, and there's so much transformation in my life. So, I think that one thing that what you guys take away from this podcast is, one, definitely, if you want to research and do your Zodiac research, definitely do it. But also, you know, just become more observant of who you are and don't sometimes we lose ourselves and that's OK. But, you know, sometimes it's OK to like roll it back in and be like, OK, whoa, well, like what am I doing right now? And is what I'm doing right now is something I want to am I am I doing this for myself or for other people or am I? doing something that's not so good right now for myself? Or am I doing it because I just want to follow and just be like other people? Um, So, yeah, so that's just the story I wanted to share. Um, And just um, before I sign off, I have a couple of book recommendations. So one book that I do recommend to read, if you are interested in going through the spiritual journey um, and definitely learning about stuff, um, is The Four Agreements. Super good book. It taught me so much about not taking life too serious and not taking things personally. Um, definitely a really good book. It's on Audible. If you, I um, do like reading books, but also I like listening to books as well. So definitely it's on Audible. And Audible, if you get their monthly subscription, they give you a little point a week so you can use that point to get a book. So definitely go check out audible and this is not a sponsor i just really love audible and then another book that i recommend that you actually hand have it handheld is the secret um my coworker um friend jen jackson she gave bought actually bought me the book and left me a note and she was like you know just listen to it or not listen to it and she said it's just better to have in person and in your hands um so definitely read it, and I read it, and it's so life-changing. and It's about the law of attraction, which I'm going to segue away with that saying. That is going to be the part two episode, so I'm going to basically dive into the secret and let you guys know some, you know, little life tricks and ways to, you know... Be a bit, the best version of yourself and, you know, attract what you want to attract and ways to use a law of attraction. I'm not going to go super into it, but I am going to go into it. enough to where I hopefully you get the book and you actually enjoy it. But yeah, anyways, I just hope you guys enjoy it um, and definitely... Please tune into episode seven. Um, I do have some guests lined up. I'm trying to figure out exactly how I'm going to do it and what the plan is. So until I get some guests, you're just going to get some just me talking about the world and life and how it goes and you know ways to just you know try to better yourself but also you know have a laugh or two i know this episode was a little bit more like serious and structured but i hope you guys enjoyed it and uh, i am actually going to sign off so you guys have a good afternoon morning or evening and i will see you guys next week with a brand new episode thank you for all the love and support on curious pod and i will see you guys soon bye guys